Hello and welcome to Make It Happen episode number 27. Today in the Make It Happen studio, I'm delighted to be interviewing Sippy Tibibian. Sippy is somebody I've wanted to interview for quite some time because she created a community called She Hit Refresh that connects like-minded women aged 30 and over who want to break free from routine and start a life of travel. Sippy is formerly from Houston, Texas. She also created Madrid Blogger Network. So hi, Sippy. Hi, Ali. How's it going? Good, thank you. Really good to see you here. I, I said in the introduction, I've been wanting to interview you for quite some time. I spotted you on Instagram and thought what you were doing was really cool. So we'll be talking about that a little bit later on. So um, let's start with your life story. What is, how did you get to now? Okay, well, where do I begin? <laughs> so I'll give you, yeah, a few different pieces of my life story. Let's start from the very beginning, just because I think that sets up uh, a lot of the through line of my life, is that from a very early age, I always wanted to be freeing, free to explore, free to experience, you know, whatever my curiosity led me to, and really free from the expectations from my family and the roadmap that, you know, society had laid out for me. My my mom is from Colombia, my dad from Iran, and my dad was quite strict. So I had a bit of a rebellious streak in me of wanting to always push back from um, what I felt was oppression as you know, a teenager. Um, and so I think that's where this drive of wanting to be free really came from. I just wanted to have full autonomy over my life. And so, and freedom made me feel alive. So uh, throughout my life, you know, I've been back and forth between Texas, which is where I'm originally from, and Spain. But in 2015, when I was 35 years old, I decided to move to Spain again and give it another chance. Um, and so I came here uh, not wanting to teach English, but that was my foot in the door. And I came here not knowing exactly what I would do, but I knew I had to come and just try it out. I left Austin, which was great, um, but I was working a nine to five, which I'm not really built for. Um, I never enjoyed a nine to five, although I had an amazing job there. I had a nice, comfortable life, but I really wanted to push myself and really just explore life. So I moved here, taught English in the auxiliary program and told myself, you know, I had a year to get out of that because uh, I didn't want to get stuck teaching English. Um, and so I hustled my way out. And so through that experience, that's where I got today. Uh, after being auxiliary teaching English, I got hired from a Spanish startup working in social media marketing for them, which was um, amazing because as an American, it's not very easy to get sponsored by a company. Okay. So that was a really big transition point for me. Um, and it's where I started learning about social media marketing. My background is in marketing. That's what I studied in university. Uh, but I never really uh, worked professionally in social media. And so that started um, that journey. And from there, you know, um, just for fun, I started writing a blog chronicling all the vegetarian restaurants I was discovering in Madrid. And that's how I got into blogging in this whole online world, which is what I do now. Um, I work as a freelancer in social media strategy and content marketing. And so it's just been a really interesting um, four years here in Madrid of how kind of I've been able to reinvent myself and, and find my purpose. And I'll just add on top of that through all of the online um, skills that I was learning and starting the blog is how I got into community building, which is really where I found my passion lies. I, uh, in 2017, I started a, a Facebook group and also an in-person meetup called the Madrid Blogger Network. 
and it's for bloggers and creatives here in Madrid. And we're the biggest group of its kind here in the city. Um, and it's just been a great way to meet like-minded people and start collaborating and really expand my skills and help others out there. And through that is what, how I started She Hit Refresh, just having those community building skills, starting a second uh, Facebook group, She Hit Refresh, which is for women age 30 and over who want to change their life through travel, um, which has grown to 5,000 women around the world. And so that's... Uh, my journey from, you know, where I was and how I got to where I am. So you're an entrepreneur, really, running multiple businesses. What would be your personal advice for women for time management? Because um, I don't know how you manage all those different communities and your life as well. So either you're really good at time management or you're really bad, but I suspect you're very good. So how do, what would be your tips for time management? Yes, I love this question. I am such a time manager. If you ever come to any of my events, you know I'm a very big stickler for time and respecting people's time and um, staying true to the time limits that I put on things. So time is, yeah, a big part of my life. One, I mean, I'll just be blunt with everybody. I think one of my gifts is that I do have a lot of energy, so I'm able to run multiple things um, and uh, find time slots for them throughout my very long day. But my, my three tips for... For people out there who want to better manage their time is one, find a system that works for you and stick to it. There's so many systems out there. F just find one, pick one, go with it. Don't get overwhelmed in trying to uh, look at all of them. I personally like to use a bullet journal. So it just keeps me organized and focused on my daily tasks. So I don't even have to waste time in the morning when I wake up thinking about what I need to do. It's already in my bullet journal and I know, and I can hit the ground running. So that saves a lot of time. If you really think about it, just even you know, um, having to think about what you have to do, you lose a few minutes here and there throughout the day. And that can turn into even an hour um, by the end of the day. And that's an hour you could have used on something productive. Um, one that I love is say no. People need to say no more. Um, if you know me here in Madrid, I've probably said no to you quite a few times for a coffee date, a lunch date. Uh, for a social event, just because I'm very protective of my time. And right now, for me, my priorities are my projects. And so I say no to a lot of events, social gatherings, lunch and coffee dates, like I said. Um, and just remember, saying no to others means saying yes to yourself. And I know a lot of people, especially women, we have trouble saying no to people. We want to be helpful. Um, it's okay to say no and, and set those boundaries. Uh, the right people will understand. And last, I would say learn to delegate. Um, I am sort of a type A, I do like to control everything. I'm one of those people that thinks that I can do it better than someone else when it comes to my projects. So this has been something I've had to learn. And with growing a business, it's natural to want to control and oversee everything to make sure it's done right. However, you need to learn how to outsource if you want to, if you want to grow. So, um, just let go of that idea that no one else can do it better. And it's okay if someone doesn't do it as well as you do. Just remember another, um, Another saying I like is done is better than perfect. Yeah. 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 No, there's some really good tips there, um, which I'm sure women will listen back to um, because I think you need to go back and listen to all the goodness that was in there and the, the, what you've just shared. Thank you. Tips really also for women thinking about moving to Spain because you've managed to sort of get around the system by creating businesses here. So mm -hmm. what would your tips be for women thinking about moving to Madrid or Spain generally? 
Yeah. I, you know, I'm always talking about how much I love Spain, Madrid in particular, because that's where I've spent most of my time, but Spain, there's so many places for women out there if they're interested. Number one tip is, you know, make a game plan. Um, there are so many ways for you to make Spain work for you. So that's great. Don't get discouraged. You can come as a language assistant as I did. And many women do, um, you know, there, you know, I think you can do it up until your fifties. So that's great. Uh, but also if you don't want to teach English, there's other ways. Um, um, like I said, it's difficult to get sponsored by a company. So maybe that's not the way, but there are freelance visas. There's non-lucrative, which is what I'm on. There's a lot of ways out there. So make your game plan of like how you want to make this work for you legally. Um, and then I would definitely say I'm the type of person who does things on a whim. I wouldn't recommend that for everybody because that style doesn't work for most people. So definitely part of your game plan is to have, you know, a financial cushion, um, I think some people um, think that when they hit refresh, which is what I call it, when you uproot yourself, that you're going to come to Spain and everything's going to be great. And the, you know, the truth is that it takes time to start over. You know, you're going to, maybe it's going to be difficult to find work, to find, you know, your, your people and all of that is going to be stressful and you don't want to be stressing about money on top of all of that. So make sure you have a cushion um, that you can rely on while you're in transition. Yeah, no, I, I think a lot of people forget about the cushion or they don't allocate enough money for, yeah. you know, what happens if it doesn't work out in the first month. Some yes. people don't, you know, don't really realize it could go on for some time. So that, that's very good advice. What's something that you will achieve before the end of this year? Ooh, okay. I'm all about goals. Um, so <laughs> by the end of this year, let's see if I have to pick one. <laughs> um, well, I'm really big on ending the year strong. So I don't like to let things kind of wait until January 1st. So for me, um, so I had mentioned I have a community, She Hit Refresh, and we've been running for two years. And basically all the content out there, everything is free that I give my community. We have one offer, which is our annual retreat to Morocco, which is a lot of fun. But um, now that we're, you know, turning two years old, I want to think bigger. And so I really would like to have a big offer for my community for 2020. I don't know if that's going to be an online course, one-on-one -on -one coaching, or, or maybe something else. But for before the end of 2019, I want to have clarity on what this thing, this offer is going to be. And so I'm spending the last part of the year doing my market research with my audience and to see where I can uh, bring them the most value and, and help them hit refresh. Okay. Yeah. That's a, that's a good thing. And a good that you're actually connecting with your, with your audience to find out what works for them. Cause I'm aware a lot of people build something thinking, Oh, that's what they would like, but never actually ask them if that, if that works for, you know, for the client or the customer. So that that's, that's a good way around to do it. Well, the right way around to do it. Um, you don't really read, we well, haven't really read much this year, but you're very into podcasts. So I love podcasts, especially when I'm in the car going somewhere because that's wasted time otherwise that you wouldn't, you know. Mm. So what would be your favorite podcast from this year that you've listened to? Yes, yes. I have to, yeah, let people know out there. I just haven't been able to read in the last, I guess, year, year and a half. I think it is because I spend so much time online. I have trouble focusing now when I read, which is okay. I'm not down about it. I just changed my way of consuming content. And so for me, 
Um, I've yeah, podcasts. I'm a podcast junkie. And my favorite ones that I listen to, and I listen to podcasts, like you said, in my, you know, when I'm commuting, when I'm working, um, when I'm whatever I'm doing, and there's always a podcast on. My favorites are the Gary V experience, which is great for anyone who works in social media, anyone who's an entrepreneur or business. Um, he's really high energy, kind of like I am talks fast, like I do. So, um, i very, I really like Gary Vee, but also what he has to say, uh, I think is very powerful. Um, I love another podcast that's called how did this get made? And that talks about, um, the, uh, business journey of different entrepreneurs out there for companies like Canva. Um, I think Ben and Jerry's, but big companies out there, kind of how they created the, the empires, the, the, the corporations that they did. And the last one that I, I really love is the Rich Roll podcast. And it's kind of a mix of entrepreneurship, health, um, and just, uh, you know, finding your most authentic self. It's another inspiring podcast. Yeah, I love podcasts because they, you know, you can fit them in whenever you can stop. You can go back and listen to them. So I think it's, yeah, very very good way to go and um, there's some good people that you're listening to there as well and it's interesting to hear how the big companies started because you can easily pick up lots of tips from how they started and and how you can apply those to your own business as well do you have a superpower uh yes i think i do well someone else told me this and it stuck with me because i guess i didn't really see it, see that in myself, although that's, that's what I do. And so someone said, you know what, your superpower is community, community building. And so, um, yeah, like I said earlier in this conversation, that's what I love to do. That's what I do a lot in my free time, um, is community building. Um, and so I think, yeah, I just, I really enjoy, I love people and I love creating a space, curating the space, curating content for them that brings value to them and that connects them with like-minded people. So community building is my superpower. And at the beginning, I uh, the interview when I did the introduction, I talked about CMX Connect, which is another project that you recently got involved with. Is that just for people in Madrid or can anybody join that particular community that works with community builders? Yes, yes. No, CMX, anybody can join and CMX is fabulous. So they're uh, based out of San Francisco and they help community builders, community professionals around the world um, build their skills and also just learn and grow from other community builders, community managers out there. And so they recently launched CMX Connect, which are chapters around the world, cities around the world, where you can meet other community builders in your city. And so uh, Valentina, she uh, started the chapter here in Madrid. And so I have uh, come on board to help her with that. And so if you're in Madrid, please join us. Um, you can find us on Facebook at CMX Connect Madrid. Um, and uh, if you're not in Madrid, you know, look for a city near you. You can find that online and see if there's one. I highly recommend it. They're really, um, really uh, informational events where you can learn a lot and just meet a lot of people who are into what you're into. I think as community builders, a lot of our time is spent alone. We're online building these communities yeah. uh, or even in person, you may be the only person creating the experience. And so it's just nice to meet people who understand what you do. Yeah. Do you have any advice for a younger you? Mm, ooh, I like this question. Um, <laughs> Yes. So going back to that um, feeling of freedom that I always wanted when I was younger, I think I would just tell my younger self, discipline equals freedom. Discipline was not something I enjoyed when I was younger. So I think I would just tell myself, you know, find comfort in routine 
instead of confinement, you know, routine and discipline are not negatives. You know, I would just tell myself, trust me, it leads to the freedom you seek. And that's what I've learned over the years is that discipline equals freedom. Okay. That's good. Yeah. They get more good advice. And any quote that you would live by? Um, yeah, I have quite a few, but the top of mind one I've, I have here is, I think it was from Steve Jobs and it's don't let the noise of others' opinions drown out your own inner voice. Cool. And how has that particularly made a difference to your life? Yeah, I think going back to moving here in 2015, I came here without exactly knowing what I was coming here for, but just there was an inner voice that, that told me I had to make the change and had to come to Madrid. And through my journey in Madrid, I've really, really tuned into that inner voice. And I think that's what led me to all of these steps to the social media, to the community building, to create She Hit Refresh and to get to where I am now. And so I think, you know, personally, um, I really, I think who I am now is the closest to who I'm supposed to be. And I think all of that came from really tuning in and listening to that inner voice instead of listening to what other people told me I should do, should be, or what the expectations externally were of me. There's a, a lot of thinking around the inner voice being quite negative, but I've started reading a lot more recently about how you can have a very positive inner voice and to yeah. tune into the positive voice rather than the naggy, you know, monkey type voice that you sometimes hear. So yeah, it's good that you're listening to your positive inner voice. I'm waving my Costa Women Make It Happen magic wand. <laughs> I'm wondering what you're daydreaming about. Oh, yes. It all goes back to that freedom. I mean, I want to be my own boss. Um, I just never want to be an employee for anyone else ever again. Sorry if any of my clients are listening. <laughs> I mean, I love the work I do, but like I said, I've just never really felt that I fit into the box of a nine to five or basically working for someone else, uh, I think is what it comes down to. So being my own boss full time is what I'd really love your magic wand to make happen. Okay, let's see what we can do. <laughs> So you've already mentioned something that you want to achieve by the end of 2019, but 2020, you've got a retreat coming up. Tell us more about that retreat that you mentioned. Yeah. You mentioned a little bit earlier, but more about it. What actually happens on the retreat and what sort of people can go to it? And Fabulous. Yeah. Thanks for letting me talk about it. So we launched our annual retreat for She Hit Refresh this year and it was fabulous. We went to Morocco and we'll be going again in 2020. Um, this year we sold out. We had 10 women come with us. Um, and in 2020, we have uh, 14 spots. Nine are already taken. So if you're interested, listen up. Um, so what it is, it's, it's a week-long retreat in Morocco. Um, it's for women who want to break free from routine and start a life of travel. Anyone who wants to make a big life change, but maybe doesn't know how or where to start. Um, we're going to be exploring Morocco. We'll go to two places. We'll go to Marrakesh and we'll go to Essaouira, which is on the coast. So you get a, a bit of a taste of the different parts of Morocco. And more than just traveling, we're going to spend the week with four workshops and we're going to do a lot of introspection and get you inspired to make those big life changes. And so we have a life coach join, joining us for our first workshop. And throughout the week, we'll be talking about goal setting and just really helping you make a game plan for your big upcoming life change. So it's March 7th through 13th. And if anyone's interested in finding more information, feel free to uh, go to our website, shehitrefresh.com forward slash retreats. Perfect. And is She Hit Refresh the best place for women to connect with you after this interview? 
Yes, you can go to our website and also please join our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash she hit refresh. The Facebook group is where is the hub of our community. So we'd love to have you there. And um, the other communities you've talked about, are they all on Facebook as well? The bloggers group and uh, CMX? Yes, exactly. Facebook groups, you can find Madrid Blogger Network and CMX Connect Madrid. You can find us also on um, Facebook and also both, you can find both of those, um, actually all of these groups on Meetup also, if you're not on okay. Facebook. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Great. Well, thank you, Sipi, for a, a really interesting interview. It's been great to actually have you there um, because it is, as I said at the beginning, something that I've wanted to do for a long time, having watched you on Instagram, so that's somewhere else where people can check out what you're doing. And um, hopefully we will catch up at some point in person, either in Madrid or when you're traveling around um, to have, a, have a, a proper chat and a cup of tea. Yes, I would love to meet you in person. I can't wait. I know it's going to happen, hopefully 2020. And thank you again for having me on. I hope um, the audience found it useful. And for those that I know I talk really fast, just slow down, just slow down your audio, okay? <laughs> Sorry. Thanks, Sophie. Thank you. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this interview. If you're a woman who's living in Spain or a woman who's thinking about moving to Spain, come and join us at costawomen.com. It's completely free to join. Please also come and follow us on YouTube or listen to our recordings via Spotify. Just look for Costa Women Make It Happen.